Welcome to another Spark. I want to start this by saying a huge thank you to everyone listening to the episodes at the moment. It means a lot to me that you'll be able to spend your time out of your day to listen to the guests and hopefully learn something from them too. Please do, if you haven't already, hit follow or subscribe wherever you found this episode. You'll be notified when I release other ones of these Sparks and when the main episodes come out too. It takes very little time and helps this podcast grow. Thank you. So today's spark is from friend and detailer George Rose. George prides himself on his process and his work is truly top tier. I promise you'll be impressed with what he has to say. And if you do like what you hear, his full episode will be in the show notes below. And so, with that being said... It's, it's, I love the way about detailing that you, you'll do a panel or a door and you'll, you know, spend, you know, 35 minutes per panel, really, sort of depending on the size of the panel, but you'll, you'll run, you know, the polisher over and you'll finish and then you'll check the light and you, you've removed all your, all the imperfections in the paintwork and you'll look back and you think, okay, next panel and you move on and then next panel and then you'll do the black trim and then um whatever well obviously it varies between jobs but i love how when it starts it doesn't look like it's going to do anything yeah it really doesn't even when you've done one panel you'll think oh yeah oh hopefully this is good i mean this is now i know but when you start when you start you kind of think oh no and then when you finish you it just transforms the look of the car it's just mm. fantastic um I, I just love the reaction from my clients when uh, i finished a detail for them and the cars had its coatings or its sealants or ceramics or whatever they've wanted to put on the car they've had it all final bit of um cleaning up bit of the glass polish a bit of the wheel wheels and tire dressings and the final bits of trim have been done and then you stand back you look at the imperfectionless paint and you look at the all the trim that's just a little bit darker now a little bit more consistent the glass that's nice and clear and it just it's just such a nice satisfying feeling that i just haven't ever got from any of anything i've ever done before this immense feeling of accomplishment it really is that you've made something that otherwise didn't look as good and you've put the hours and the time into genuinely bring something back to a, a finish that otherwise wouldn't have been able to be achieved, if that makes sense. But uh, yeah, it's, it's a very rewarding job. And valeting, again, for anyone that wants to go into it, I do recommend you start with valeting. Um, it's just a great way of getting around, building a huge client base so that then when you want to focus in on the detailing like I am now, you've got clients that want you to detail their cars yeah. i've got clients that have now moved from valeting and i service their normal cars but they've got a second third fourth car and uh, they want me to do some work on that one um mm-hmm. and that's 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 the thing about valeting it is a great stepping stone but like i said you can have it as a standalone business if you want to but you have to work in the fleet sort of areas you know if you have companies vans more commercial sides as well that's a good way of doing it as well um but no, that's the, that's the thing about detailing for me. It's just, it's very, very satisfying and very rewarding. And um, I hope, um, I hope it works out. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, yeah. Brilliant. I mean, you, no, it's, you, it's, it's, 
Yeah, you seem to hold yourself to quite a high standard. So I'm just wondering who you feel in the in the detailing space is someone I wouldn't say to look up to because I don't believe in comparing yourself to other people. But who do you believe is sort of like crushing it? I don't know, sort of really sort of up there in the detailing detailing world. Well, I look at um, two guys. I, I I look at immensely. The 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 dream is to become a company like Topaz. I mean, that's every detailer's yeah. dream because they've they've taken the the service and they've taken it to another level. You know, they're they're very impressive as a company. Um, very impressive, and they've got different. Um, they've got loads of branches now across the world. They work on some of the most the finest cars in the world as well, and they've got some incredible um, uh, processes as well. Like I said, every detailer, and this is quite an important thing for a young detailer as well. Every detailer kind of has a balance and a product and a process that works for them. That isn't necessarily the um, that isn't necessarily the rule and yes there are processes that you have to do in order to make your car um or to make sure that you're not damaging or doing any further sort of, you're maximizing the finish yeah but there are variations within that and it's very important that you don't have someone next to you as a you know a mentor or someone who helps you out from time to time telling you this is the set rule and then you believe this is the set rule because it's not really the case. I mean, as much as I leaned on uh, the person I was put in contact with um, for a lot of the unknowns and for a lot of help and guidance, um, especially in the technique technique side, um, I, I, we still have differences. Um, we still use different pads on our polishing. I mean, he prefers the microfiber pads. I prefer foam. Um, and we still vary, vary massively in our approaches and our um uh, and the finishes that we want to achieve but um it's all about finding what works for you because at the end of the day for me at least and for i think for a lot of young people who are in the detailing world um it's about the, the, enjoying the job it really is thank you for listening to the spark again if you liked what george had to say i'll include a link to his website and the full episode in the show notes below it is so lovely to be able to recap these conversations with my guests as it gives me a real sense of why I'm doing this. For those who don't know, I started this podcast because coming out of school, I didn't know what I wanted to do. And unlike most of my peers, university didn't really seem like it made sense to me. So after lockdown, I decided to help those like me find a purpose for their passion and speak to people I find inspiring and learn from them about how they got to where they are today. I hope this helps you either reignite a passion for cars or helps you find yours. I look forward to speaking to you again soon. And one last thing, if you could share your favourite episode of the podcast with just three people, it would be amazing. I do this for free and to help as many people as possible. So any help you could give to help grow this and help it become a community would be great. And as always, thank you for listening.